Hello, friends and foes. It is me, Quenisha, back with Be A Better Baddie. Yes, 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 you heard that right. Welcome back to Be A Better Baddie. This is your only podcast. Okay, we're gonna, it's your only podcast where you can learn to, of course, become a better baddie. I am here to host this podcast. I'm here to cheerlead for you on your journey of becoming a better baddie. I am here to coach you through it. I am here to teach you a few things. And of course, I am one of your fellow baddies. Every single episode that I publish is dedicated to helping women like yourself navigate through life's ups and downs and become a more self-aware baddie. So today we are back and we are chatting about dating down, dating down in the world of today. But before we jump into that, I do, because I I've felt something this past week and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. Okay, so I felt stress for the first time, like real stress where like my chest felt tight, um, my body felt very tight, like I, I just felt very tight. My brain just felt like it would never stop thinking. And it's a multitude of things that cause that stress. But I was like, oh my God, like there are people that feel chronic stress all the time. And as soon as I felt that, I made a promise to myself that I will never, ever, 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 ever intentionally stay in a situation, whether it be a work, relationship, conversation, anything where I feel that type of stress because like that type of stress kills people. Like I felt it for like two days and I was like, what is going on? And I just couldn't identify it. So all that to say, if there is something that is genuinely stressing you out, find out how to alleviate that stress because it it is actually painful. So, I mean, what I did to get rid of it, because I was like, I know I need to move my body. Moving my body always helps me with things. Like I just love to move my body. So I played tennis that morning. It helped because I, and I'm not a good tennis player. I mean, <laughs> but I played tennis that morning. So I got to move around a little bit, like play a game, you know, take my brain off things. But then this is, this is an exclusive. I, I went to the club. Mm, I want to say it was two weeks ago. And like, I'm sure you guys know, like the dance style, like sturdy like oh is she sturdy blah 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 so I always thought it was just a TikTok thing but I saw everybody in the club getting sturdy like I may be just old I just may be getting old now and I'm like well look at the young kids but I saw the young kids getting sturdy they were in a circle they was they were hype right and I was like dang like that takes a lot of movement but I really want to do it because like I like to dance so anyways got on YouTube YouTubed how to get sturdy, found a tutorial video and practice those dance moves. And I'm on the journey to being a more sturdy person. So be on the lookout for that um, whenever I do perfect it. But doing those things really did help me. Like I got to move, I got to take my mind off something, take my mind off that. So yes, to all my, my homies out there who are experiencing stress, don't do it, mom. You could be better. So anyways, back to 
our topic. So today we're talking about dating down. And before we get into the nitty gritty of it, I want to ground ourselves because there's so many definitions of dating down. So I went to the handy dandy urban dictionary and remember I'm going to be quoting sources and direct quotes and just referencing things that I found in different articles. Go to my blog, beabetterbaddie.com and go to blog if you want to get those sources, all the websites, the quotes are there, etc. So dating down According to Urban Dictionary, dating someone of much lower cal- of a much lower caliber than you have in the past or are worthy of. So their census example is friend one. Wow, she left a biochemist with a PhD and a six-figure salary to date a drugged out, abusive, divorced waiter who can't keep a job. Friend two, yeah, no kidding. She really was dating down with him. Good thing she finally got it together and left that loser. Okay. That sounds like a good definition. It it clearly is, it it shows what she dated in the past and what she's dating now. My problem with it and you'll probably hear me I'll probably go back and forth it assigns value to people, right? So well in this case this person's drugged out and abusive. Okay. That makes it a bad person. But this biochemist didn't have any positive attributes to them. Their positive attribute were that they were biochemists with a PhD and a six-figure salary. He could have very much been drugged out and abusive as well and divorced. But they didn't mention anything of that sort, right? They didn't mention that kind, that loving, that embracing biochemist. Um, so another source says, and this is from the defining decade, this is a book that I really want to read, but I think it's about like your twenties, which I'm out of my twenties. So if there is a book about women in their thirties, please point me in that direction. But from the defining decade, we learned that dating down means dating someone you would have dated in your past before you mature or at the point in your life where you are now. I like this definition and I like this definition because when I think about who I dated when I was 21, me at 30, I would not date that person because I've learned more about myself. I've become this person. I've grown. I've invested in myself. So now I wouldn't make the same decisions. I'm sure none of you should (laughs) date the same person that you would when you were 21. Unless you've been with that same person since you were 21, maybe y'all learned and grew together, you know, but yes, that is that. So from all the different things that I did read, I just came to some general conclusions. This one obviously comes from my common sense because I have tons of common sense, tons of brain power. Dating down has a long history and history basically tells us don't date down. Think about it with the, I'm thinking of like royal families. You want to marry the right family. If you marry the wrong family, you are marrying down. Okay. Now this is especially true for beautiful women and wealthy men. I think the only people that can really date down are beautiful women Beautiful and rich women, I'll start. Beautiful and rich men, women and rich men, I'll say that. 
Um, yes, so we also see marrying down happening when I talked about the royal families, like European families. We think about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. People, she was dating, he was dating down because she did not belong to a royal family, have any royal affiliation, and she was part black. So all of that, you know, played a role in that. And in terms of beautiful women, I think now of like Jay-Z and Beyonce, we still say Beyonce could have done better. Why? Because Jay-Z is ugly. And I'm sorry, Jay-Z is is unattractive to many people. I'll say that. I won't call Jay-Z ugly. But we all say that Beyonce could have done better. But it looks different for men and women in general because for Jay-Z, He's not dating down, right? Women tend to, and I'm getting ahead of myself right now, but let me let me go back. So women, typically, if you date someone who makes less than you, someone that's not as good as looking as you, someone who's less educated than you, you are dating down. In terms of men, if that person do- doesn't look as good as you, or I think that's it. I think that's the only way a man could be dating down in society's eyes, the broader society. We, if a rich man dates a poor woman, sure he's dating down, but he will not catch as much. He will not catch as much crap as a woman who has money and dates a poor man. There was an example of this somewhere, and I didn't read too much into this article because I was very irritated. Um, it was there was something like somebody had their first date at Popeyes or something like that. If I find the article, I will link it, but it was something like to that sort and I was irritated so I didn't read it because it led into uh, black women, which don't worry, I'm going to bring that, don't worry, I'm going to bring that to the forefront. So I went on to the wonderful world of Instagram and I asked you guys, have you ever dated down before? Of my participants that participated, 70% of them said they had dating down. They had dated down. And an overwhelming majority of those that said yes to dating down were women. Most of the men that voted said no. Wow, my small scale data outreach led to that that reflected national data. Look at me. I am a scientist, if you want to call me that. So then... I asked, what does dating down mean? So here's some of the answers I did receive. Dating someone who treats me less than what I deserve consistently. Five years younger or more, dot, dot, dot. It's contextual. Someone who is less attractive. Someone who is not as smart, doesn't make as much money, no career trajectory, not my physical type. A bum. Making less money than me. No goals, no home, no car, no stable income. I was going to say economy. Income. When they add nothing to your life and ultimately take you backwards. Mm. Dating someone you depict as out of your league. This one I didn't really understand, but because I am including everyone's responses, I'm going to read it. Maybe when I read it out loud, I'll get it. Someone I knew that was fucked up because I just left a situation like that. Someone that isn't on your level. When you left a person with potential to date a person that has nothing going on. 
And then lastly, literally dating someone who isn't me. Now, as we can see from those definitions, dating down has a, everyone had a similar tone, right? Or a similar message. Basically, if you are on one level and you date someone who is on a level that you perceive as below yours, that is dating down. So some people refer to ages, some people refer to income levels, some people refer to housing status. Everyone referred to different things, but whatever you have in your life or whatever you consider valuable in your life and that person doesn't have it or they have something that's, I guess, to a lower standard of yours, you would call that dating down. So it's very subjective according to the level. For instance, me right now, I wouldn't date someone that didn't have a college degree, I'd say. And I, I hesitate when I say that because not having a college degree could mean something different. So basically, for sure, I know a non-negotiable because the college degree can be a little shaky, like because they can be very much successful because in my head, without a college, a college degree is an indicator of success. If you don't have a college degree, then in my head, I assume that you missed a marker of success. So everything that comes after having a college degree, you haven't achieved that yet, which is very false, right? There are plenty of people without college degrees who are way more materialistically successful than me. So I think for sure, one of my indicators of dating down is dating someone that makes significantly less than me. I can't do it. I won't do it because I like, my love language is gifts. If you can't buy me gifts, if you, if you can't do things for me that communicate that you love me and you care about me, then it won't work. And when I say significantly less, I obviously mean like a minimum wage job, right? Like, there's a difference between us and that difference is I make more than you therefore I live a different lifestyle than you and our two worlds cannot collide now if it were the inverse if I were a man I feel like I'd be open to dating a woman that worked at McDonald's making minimum wage because like I'm gonna take care of you baby girl that's just the type of man I would be so anyways the reason I think that when, and, and even to take one more step back before I go forward, when you determine whether or not you're dating down, you've created a standard of what that person is that you will date. There is a baseline minimum for all of us. So if that person doesn't match that, you probably will not date them. Therefore, we all know that dating, marriage, partnering, all that, etc., is not solely based on emotions. It is based on material things, right? It's not whether or not I just love you, but can I trust you to make sound decisions? As I get older, I see now what they mean when they say marriage is a business because who you marry can have, who you marry will have a larger impact on your life than any other decision you make. 
you choose to go into business with this person for life, procreate with them, possibly put everything like with your name on this person, like that can either make you or break you. So who you choose to long-term partner with or marry should have some sort of strategy because of the long-term impactful consequences that can impact you. Did that sentence make sense? Probably not, but I'm sure you got the drift, okay? So how big can that impact be? Very big. So from my wonderful research, because y'all know I'm a researcher, researcher. Y'all know that song by Soulja Boy? She said that she's a dancer, a dancer, a dancer. You probably don't know it, but you should know it. So from my research, um, the best way to guarantee a financially stable future is to get a college degree or marry someone that has one. And sociologists have called this a sortative mating. Okay. So again, the best way to have a financially stable future is to have a college degree or marry someone that has a college degree. My sources, which are linked in the blog, say that assortative mating has increased inequality though, okay? So it's increased inequality because the rate at which a man with a college degree marries a woman with a college degree has doubled in the past 40 years. So college educated people are marrying each other and it's creating a bigger gap in social classes essentially. So those who are too poor to marry someone, I'm sorry, Ooh, I guess you can't be too poor to marry someone, but those who are basically too poor to afford college, marry someone else that hasn't attended college and they are somewhat poor together. Does that make sense? I hope so. So ultimately dating down doesn't necessarily impede social mobility, but it maintains a level of social inequality. And when I read this one, I was like, dang, that's so true. Like I'm thinking about it on an individual level, right? Like I won't date down because of this, but dating down or dating, it's not even dating down, dating on the same level as someone creates more inequality. Now, let me blow your mind with this statistic. When a white or black woman marries someone less educated than her, she will suffer a house suffer. That's my first time reading that out loud. But she will suffer a household income of $25,000 less a year. So as a woman, if you are black or white, I don't know why I guess Latina, Latina women aren't in here, but, or Asian, I don't know. That's weird. Okay. But when I'm wondering why they're not in here, why only white or black? And I'm assuming here's just a wild guess. I'm assuming it's because black or white women are more likely to marry black men who are less educated than them but i can see obviously white women marry white men who are less educated than them so don't don't take that snippet and say oh my god she's bashing the black men of the world i don't want to hear it anyways let me read it one more time a black or white woman who marries someone less educated than her is going to basically have a household income of negative twenty five thousand dollars then a black or white woman who married someone with the same amount of education or more than her. Now, me take it to the next level, take it to the next level, because educated black women more frequently married less educated men, this income deficit is going to affect black women more. 
I'm gonna just leave that right there, okay? So I've dated down personally many times in my life. I've dated men, and in my opinion, me dating down is me dating someone who makes less than me, someone that has less ambition than me, someone who's not as attractive as me, someone who's not as mature as me, and I think that's what I'm thinking of right now. That's what just comes to my head. So I've done it. And especially with me, when I said earlier, if you want to date someone now, basically who I dated at 21, if I date them right now, I would see that as dating down because I'm a different person and I have different standards and different expectations for a relationship right now than I did when I was 21. So I do want to talk a little bit more. I do want to focus a little bit more on black women and black communities for a minute, and then I'll bring it back out to everybody. Don't worry. So in the black community, and I mean, this has been everywhere, but definitely on black internet. Um, if you've been online in the past five, six years, has it been five years? I don't know, maybe three, I don't know. But you have heard the term hypergamy. And the opposite of hypergamy is hypogamy hypogamy I think so so the official working definition of hypergamy that we're going to use is <clears throat> the action of marrying or forming a, sex a sexual relationship with a person of superior sociological or educational background okay and hypergamy hypergamy is the inverse of that so marrying or forming a sexual relationship with someone of an inferior sociological or educational background. And I remember when this came out, like there were a lot of videos and there were a lot of good points made. Like one, why would somebody actively try to marry someone who's not the same or better than them? And then I also saw the other side saying that black women, this is hard for black women to do considering what the dating pool is for black women, especially when we're considering black women who date exclusively black men. So I heard all that, but I think the majority of us want to marry up in some sort of way. And when I say marry up, I mean marry someone who is on the same level as you or better than you. But I mean, you also don't want to date anyone that's extremely better than you and whatever you think better than you means right now, take it how it is right because you don't want to feel inferior in that relationship so yeah it makes sense to want to marry someone who makes more than you or more education or on the same level as you every other culture does this so when the naysayers came online it was like black women can't do this it was like well dang indian women can do it Hispanic women can do it. Like, why can't we do it? So I am a supporter of this practice, but in the same breath, I do know it is harder for black women to do. So let me throw out some of my stats. Let me, let me get this. Let me get these stats for you. <laughs> All right. In 2017, oh, this one. Okay. In 2017, 41% of mothers were the primary or sole provider of their household. So that isn't saying that 41% of the mothers in a household where either like solo, they're single mothers, or they had a partner and they, but they were the primary caregiver. I mean, primary provider of their household. Okay, from the same study, and again, 
check the blog if you want to read this. It was very interesting. I didn't pull everything from there, but there were a lot of things on there. So 84, about 85% of black mothers were primary, sole, or co-bread winners in 2017, compared with 60% of Latina mothers and 62% of white mothers. So what this essentially says is that there are fewer black women who have a partner in the house and don't have a partner in the house that are just housewives. So 84% of black mothers were the primary sole or co-breadwinners. That's the highest percentage compared to 60% of Latinas, 62% of white mothers. Okay, here's another good one. I gasped. Women with a college degree are least likely to be breadwinners, whereas the likelihood of being a co-breadwinner increases along with educational attainment. I did not gasp at this one. I don't, I, I read that one. <laughs> I did not gasp at that one. Sorry, don't think I'm that girl. But basically, when you get a college degree, you're most likely to, more likely to find a partner that also has a college degree and you two are working together and doing things together. You are, you are a co-breadwinner. But you're least likely to be the sole breadwinner because if you have a college degree, most likely you've married a man that also has a college degree, so you don't have to do it all alone. Black women, and I said this in my interracial dating podcast, so I pulled this one from here. So me thinking about this, I pulled, pulled this study up too and looked at it again. If you want to go back and listen to that podcast, it was great. It was with Yanni find her on Instagram. Okay, sorry. Um, black women are less likely to date outside their race and overall more educated than black men. So all this is pointing to black women kind of having to date down, especially if they want to date black men. Um, among married women in 2012, 21% of those married women had spouses who were less educated than they were. And think about everything we just talked about. Now, if 21% had spouses who were less educated than they were, that means that they're making less money. They, they are negative $25,000. They are more likely to be the breadwinner, sounds like. So, hmm. all right. <clears throat> so when I look at this one more, one more. Just 49% of college-educated black women marry a well-educated man. They define well-educated man as someone with at least some post-secondary education. <laughs> okay, just 49% of college-educated black women married a well-educated man compared to 84% of college-educated white women. Okay, one more, one more, and then I'll leave you guys to ponder on this question. <laughs> black women in terms of marriage... Oh, this is mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in terms of marriage, black women have it hard, right? If we marry a black man who's less educated than us, well, if we marry a black man, more than likely he is less educated than us. If we don't marry, we are also the least likely to marry out of any other demographic group. And then we are also least likely out of any other dem demographic group to marry or date outside of our race. So I will leave you with this question to pontificate upon as I move on in this episode, as a black woman, if you are a black woman, or matter of fact, let black women speak on black women's business. If you're not black, then don't pontificate upon this question. 
But considering everything, are black women doomed to date or marry down? Right. So now I want to talk about why people do date down. Like if we just went over all of these things that are bad about dating down and how your life can be affected by you dating down, why in the heck and Bob would anyone choose to do it? Y'all, as I scoured the internet, I was so, I was like, wow, it makes sense. And again, these are from different articles. So First reason someone may want to date down or someone not on the same level as them is because dating down means relationship security. Um, I forgot where I pulled this quote from, but it is linked. When you date someone who may have less to offer on paper due to his or her job, social status, family background, among other factors, you may have a false sense of security that believing this person won't leave you because he or she won't find a better partner from the standpoint of financial, professional success, looks, or status. This fear of abandonment can drive the desire to date down in effort to find a more secure relationship. Okay? So people who essentially have a fear of abandonment, they may date down or find someone that needs them or they feel needs them, right? Like, and this is always one of my things whenever I'm talking to a guy and none of my family lives in the same state as me. I try to be very cognizant of that because I want to let them know that, um, don't get it twisted. Like I am not, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't have family here with me physically, but I don't feel any emptiness around that either. So this is something that I've always thought about. And, you know, some people may try to tap into that. That could be and insecurity for some people. So some people may latch on to other people because they don't have family near them. So yes, that is why some people date down. Um, and yeah, I mean, even thinking about money, th again, these are the people who are, th this is more manipulative, if anything, because it's like, I'm going to date someone that needs me for finances, like that can turn into financial abuse. I feel like all of this can lead to some sort of abuse, because if that person one day says they don't need you, or they come up and that you don't feel that void in their life anymore, it's over for you. Okay, second reason some people date down, and this relates to the first one closely, but an ego boost or the ability to control. So this was literally a quote from a man in 1985, though. Like, it was a long time ago, but men, men don't, men haven't evolved. So in 1985, the Orlando Sentimental, Sentinental wrote an article, right? And they interviewed men about dating down. And one man said, when you go out with a woman who isn't as competitive as you, you have an advantage. A 39-year-old divorced man says, in terms of intellect, intellect, you have the upper hand and you can control the relationship better. Spoken straight from the horse's mouth, he said you can control the relationship, you have the upper hand. That is why he would date down. <laughs> um, third reason is you can't be alone. And this is the last one. You can't be alone. And when I was writing this one, an, uh, a situation came to my head, but it's not an instance of dating down, but it's still like, I think it just centers, it just speaks to this, you can't be alone. So with my ex-boyfriend, when we were on one of our off periods, 
and this was at this point we had been together for about two years so we broke up and he got after we broke up in two weeks he had a new girlfriend okay so i remember we were talking i was like how you got a new girlfriend so like what do i mean to you that you went and got a girlfriend in two weeks like literally he was posting her on his Snapchat. Like, that was his girlfriend. And he was like, I really like her. We're dating, blah, blah, blah. This is my girlfriend. I was like, that's really weird. Like, I was genuinely concerned. But I remember he said to me, and I quote, and I will never forget this quote because it was very eye-opening for me. Quanisha, I cannot be alone. And I was like, Wow. Like, I, I know I've said that about some people. Like, oh, she can't be alone. She always got a boyfriend. But to actually hear somebody say that, and he really meant it from the bottom of his heart. Like, he was so serious. He was like, I'm not going to be alone. So when you break up with me, yeah, I'm going to go find someone else because I can't be alone. And that's so sad, you know? So some people, all that to say, some people will find anybody, you know? And it's okay to have standards. You don't have to accept everybody. You shouldn't accept everybody. You know, they will accept anybody in their lives just to have a significant other. I know you don't do that because you're a baddie. Okay. All right. Perfect. So when I'm looking at all these, all these are like on purpose reasons because of some, 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 some empty, not empty or like some gap or some lack inside of you that's the reason why someone would intentionally date down now i'm not saying if you fell in love with somebody who is not quote unquote in the same league as you that's an issue it's not but to find someone who literally does not enhance your life in any kind of way like who doesn't teach you anything like make you think differently relieve stress from your life in any kind of way like they don't need to be in your life remember what what kind of relationship is that you remember the types of relationships between like animals like it should be mutualistic if that's a name I think that's it where you both benefit from it like I hate when people try to act like relationships aren't transactional every relationship is you get something from this person this person gets something from you and that's okay before I close I do want to say a few things. I just want to throw this out here. In terms of dating down, and I'll say it again, women are more likely to do it. We're more likely in this society to see attractive women with less attractive men than the inverse, right? We don't see an attractive man really with less attractive women all the time. And that's because men aren't told to lower their standards. Men aren't told to choose personality over everything else when it comes to choosing a woman. When women express a standard, we're told we're doing too much, right? That's stupid. Like, you you don't have to do that. Even, even if a woman does want somebody six foot tall and she's only five foot one, so what? That's her standard. That's what she wants. You don't tell a man, like, stop looking for shorter women. You just don't. So it's more apparent definitely when women do it because it can manifest in so many different ways. So how not to date down just a few things, just a few things. Know yourself, know what you deserve and know what you are better than because yes, you are better than some things. And that's just the truth. 
you are better than some things. If you not on crack, why would you date a crackhead? I just want to take it there. Are you better than that? Yes, you're better than that situation. I didn't say you're better than that person. You're better than that situation. You should not be dating a crackhead, sis. That's like, okay, tangent. But I've been seeing this on TikTok, like nurses dating a bunch of hood. So nurses going to school, right? You go to school, you get your little degree, you get your good paying job, you get you a good luxury apartment. Then you bring your hood boyfriend to the apartment and everything goes down from there. Stop dating down. Find somebody who who's on the same mental field as you. You know, like if he's into doing hood stuff and you not doing that no more, nurse, nurse lady, find somebody else. Okay. I come back. So number two and what to think about and like not dating down, be willing to say no. Just because somebody likes you doesn't mean you have to like them back. Say no. Just say no. Number three, equally yoked or better only. Equally yoked or better only. And that's in everything. You should not be dating anyone who is not equally yoked or better than you. Okay? So that is the end of my episode. As I come to the end of this, I just want to make sure I vocalize this. You're not for everyone. And everyone is not for you. And that's okay. That's life, sis. So thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Be A Better Baddie. Please make sure you follow me on all social media. You can find me at Big Quiqui. That's B-I-G-Q-U-I-Q-U-I on Instagram. And you can also follow Be A Better Baddie on Instagram as well. Um, you have a great rest of your day. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to, to rate it. Just, just go and leave me a little rating. You can leave a little review. Like I would really appreciate that. And with that, I am checking out. Bye.